This is Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners. So listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right, what's up everyone? I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear, And we welcome you to episode 465 of the official podcast. Close. For WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast. On YouTube, WNS Video. And on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. By searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. I'm in your house. You can find us on, oh god, see if I can remember this. I would hope so. BeyondPod, Player.fm. Satchel, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. There you go. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear. Follow him on Instagram, A Bear underscore Mode. Or you can follow me on TikTok because it's still here at yeah. Daniel Heron. So I impressed uh, one of our friends, Noah, told him about Noah. Uh, we're on uh, Amazon Music. And he did the Alexa thing. Ah, oh, nice. You say, hey, just say, Alexa, play, play that podcast. News, latest wrestling news source podcast. And huh. will. Well, there you go. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in this week. I know we've been absent the past few weeks. It's been a crazy ride. And, uh, might not go into the details as to why, but one of the, one of the reasons why we were unable to film an episode last week is because we had to evacuate. We had Hurricane Laura come through and nearly destroy our town. Yeah, we, we were spared. We were very lucky. We are very lucky. Yeah. Um, East of us, not so much. If it would have turned this a different way. If it, right. if it had turned west, and it would have been straight at us, basically. It would have destroyed us, for sure. The, the town, Lake Charles, which has been making all the, the news, that's like the big city that everyone's talking about. That's like 40 miles east of us. So, very close. You got Cameron, right? Yeah, Cameron's like gone. But, uh, you know, our thoughts are certainly with the people of Cameron, of Lake Charles, Louisiana, you know. Um, you know, we've been there and it's it's no fun. So, uh, actually, my wife is uh, uh, taking donations. And uh, so I went to the store and got some water bottles, you know, bottles of water, some Gatorade and stuff. And they're going to send that to the first responders and, and help out. So, uh, you know, any little bit helps. So yeah. if anyone listening one, would like to pitch in and help, feel free to donate to your to your Red Cross because I know that money goes a long way. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, um, But, yeah, so it was no fun having to evacuate, but we made the most of it. I went up and got to visit my sister for a little bit. I know you got to chill around the, the San Antonio area, San Marcos, San Antonio area. Austin. Austin area as well. So yeah. Yeah, I don't fun. know why I thought San Antonio or San Marcos. I, I guess because that's where most of my family went. Mm-hmm. So, but I went up to my sister's house in uh, in, in the Dallas area. Yeah. So, but it was good to kind of get away for a little bit because it's been it's been a rough few weeks, and uh, I'm just little, glad to. Well, even though it was stressful, mm-hmm. worrying about the hurricane, so it's like a, a pre-vacation before the main vacation. Yeah, I guess you could say an evacuation vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so thankfully. We got through that, looking like we're going to have a good time coming up in the next uh, two weeks. 
mm-hmm. for a whole week. So we'll give you guys this episode, next week's episode, yep, and then one more episode. No, no, wait, wait, yeah. no, you're right. This week's the, yeah. the one we're on now. Yeah, and then this week, and then two more next week, and that's and then we'll have a week off. Is it? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's how close we are, sir. I thought it's. Let me look. Let me take a look. Oh at wait, this. yeah, you're right because we're leaving on Friday. So, Never mind. Today, <laughs> if you're listening, and then two more weeks. Yes, so two more weeks. So that means we probably won't be able to give our night of champions. Look, I'm gonna no, be completely we won't be able to give our night of champions. And I told I told Daniel this. I was like, we won't watch wrestling while we're on vacation. But you, you bet your ass that because okay, we could take a little trip to Jacksonville. Like WWE. It's just an hour away. Uh, Impact and AEW on Instagram and Facebook, and they'll flood my feeds with what happened, and I'm going like, oh, you see this? Like that that <laughs> always happens to me. Or we can just take a little extra hour drive. I want to go to Jacksonville. We can go to Jacksonville because I even though we'll be in Orlando, place. that's our Epcot. Day. I'd rather be in Jacksonville. Yes. At well, also, I don't want to go to NXT. Well, also WWE isn't having live fans. In attendance, well, so you gotta we go to get, the. Need to get in. Gotta that. go to the Thunderdome. Gotta be a Thunderdome person. Welcome to Thunderdome. Bitch. Can I wear a scream mask? <laughs> it's probably better than some of the other stuff that's popped up on there. Good lord, that's been a disaster. My wife watched it and she was like, "Am I the only one who's like distracted by all the people? Like I'm staring at all the people." One thing I, I told you, I was like, "Okay, so they're banning people with AEW shirts and whatever. Yeah. What if I wear my R O H Brian Danielson T-shirt? I'm sure that would be okay because it's Daniel Bryan. Or my R O H, which I don't have this one, Tyler Black shirt. Well, then why would you even pose that as a question? Well, if I get one, well, if you get one, you get one." Or if I wear my ROH Nigel Mc- Nigel McGinnis shirt, you can do that because yeah. he's under the guise of Nigel McGinnis. Well, CM Punk, eh, maybe. It depends on what Fox has to say. Oh, uh, what if I wear my Dean Ambrose shirt? I don't know if they'll let you get that one. WWE Dean Ambrose shirt. It's WWE. Well, product. there's no other Dean Ambrose. Well, the other Dean Ambrose <laughs> that got turned into John Moxley. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's only Dean Ambrose for WWE. I don't know what you're who's. Who are you referring to? The cartoon character named oh. Dean Ambrose. Oh, okay. Well, for my Pokemon shirt. There you go. He's still under WWE contract. Really? Yeah, he's part of the alumni. No. They can use him at any time. I'm going to wear my giant. Knight. That'll boost the ratings. I'm going to wear my Joey Mercury shirt. There you go. Yes. So, like I said, so we're going to, well, actually, we're going to have a big, big show this week. And then we won't uh, have the big show. No, we won't. We are having a big show. This is going to be a big show, yeah. not the big show. Yeah. Don't watch the big show show. I'm, oh, you're not a fan of it? No. Did you watch it? Really? Didn't didn't like it? No. Too, the, che- the too fan, cheesy for me. Because the listeners can't hear your head nod. <laughs> too cheesy for me. Yeah. Would it be like, was it like Disney cheese? Yes. Oh, okay. So like, if you were a kid, you'd enjoy it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because there are a lot of TV shows that, like, back in the day, you're like, oh, my God, I love this show. You watch it now as an adult, you're like, what was I smoking? Yeah. What was I on? Yeah, why, did I, why do I like that one show? Of those. So kids today would probably like the big yeah. show show. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Well, as long as we're clear on that. Not adult approved. No. 
So, but we are going to talk about payback. Going to talk about Raw a little bit, NXT, AEW. Give our predictions for All Out, and got some hot topics as well. We're going All Out, going yes. balls out. We're going to Jacksonville. No. Oh. Come on, man. We can have our own little all area. Out, balls out. Our own little area, all to ourselves. Yeah. And we can cheer. Woo! Orange Cassidy. <laughs> come back to Houston. Or come, come to Houston. <laughs> come back to Houston. Yeah, you haven't even been to Houston yeah. yet. Come to Houston, please. I've still got my tickets waiting. Come to my house. Waiting to be used. They they have a purpose, and they're not being Eventually. fulfilled to that like purpose. Like two years from now. Trash? <laughs> I'm litter! Two years from now. No, don't put it out there like that. <laughs> Sorry, a They're year. They're still coming in Sorry, November. A year. A year from still, now. This pandemic, no. it's over. No. It's done. Never. I mean, not this year for sure. I mean, you've seen all the all the experts on Facebook. This is ending oh November 5th. <laughs> Anywho, we're not going into politics talk. We're not no. going into pandemic talk. Nope. We're just going to talk about wrestling. How about that? So payback happened this past uh, Sunday. God. It sure did. Yep. Um, but before that, I did not get to watch SummerSlam. Oh, no, me either. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that, like, I didn't pay attention that, like, SummerSlam and, and um, Payback were back-to-back. Yeah. They've done that a couple of times where they'll have, like, a one- or two-week turnaround. And what's crazy is that the second show tends to be better than the first one. Okay, I couldn't say that because I, I didn't watch SummerSlam, so I don't yeah. know. Okay. I mean, I know I didn't really in, like watch. The, I didn't enjoy this pay per view as much. Payback, yeah, payback. The well, we were also kind of distracted. A little we were bit. distracted. We were talking, and the only one that really like got my attention was Orton versus Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of just uh kind of breeze through some of the matches. You know, if there's one that you'd like to elaborate on, you know, feel free to. Uh, Bobby Lashley ends up defeating Apollo Cruz to become the new United States champion. Yeah. Uh, all I really remember is me saying that eventually, before Lashley leaves, I would like for him to get the main title. Yeah. Just have a run with it. See how he does. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at least the Hurt Business now has some uh, has some you know, gold to to be in their stable. Yeah, and um, you said that's the, the only good thing about Raw Underground is kind of boosting the Hurt business. Yeah. The Hurty business. They beat up Kurt Angle. Hurty. Hurt Angle. Hurt Angle. Uh, but no, I mean... It's, wh- it's whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. It's like a dentist's favorite time of day. Tooth Hurty. Aww. Uh, but so, anyways, uh, after that, we got to see Big E going up against Sheamus. I wanted to like this match, um, but, I mean, I was watching it, and I was still distracted, and, like, it was still mad to me. I know they put on a, like... Good slug. They fest. put their heart into it, but I wasn't, like, completely feeling it, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And I, I am, I'm big on Big E. Yeah. I really am. Maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset, to be honest with you, um, because... And speaking of another person, I want him to have like a good singles run, and I want him to eventually get that title, the main Shorty title. G. No, Biggie. I want Biggie oh, to yes. get the main title. Yeah, I'm like, I think Biggie, we're slowly Biggie working over Sheamus. Sheamus has had his turn. Well, yeah, to become and that's main what champion, this, and that's what this was. Yeah, this was the chance for like Biggie to show what he's capable of as a single star. You yeah, know? like this was a big test and for him. I also love because I think 
they're maybe showing packages of Biggie and uh. like him on not his package. Uh <laughs> um and he was talking on Raw Talk or whatever it's called. I don't know. Talking and, uh, smack. Whatever. And like and Miz was talking, him. yeah. It's like basically they want him to like step up and drop New Day mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's not gonna happen. Which He's like, Why should I have to do that? Actually I do like that because everyone's like, Well, that's how it's supposed to go. You're supposed to turn on your your no your uh No, not necessarily. For, that's how I've always seen it. Yeah, in the past, I've never seen. Doesn't come to mind like uh, a team that stay together and one just goes, you know, becomes mm-hmm. super big and stuff like to that. the moon. Because usually, the the person becomes big turns on the other people. Yeah, usually. And I like how Biggie said, you know, I'm gonna stay true to myself and still do this. He says that. But what happens when what he gets they the do power? Turn it up, like, oh, there it goes. Okay, that's he gets the power. He gets the gold. He gets the money. Then he, he finally gets the turns good shit. Like, See, there Ha-ha. it is. If he does turn, I'll be like, see, okay. They yeah. can never stick to, you know what? I'm still going to be cool to my friends, but still become a big star. I mean, Degeneration X broke up several times. Yeah, Triple H turned on Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. It's part of the part of the gimmick, part of the shtick. What if it doesn't happen? Then it doesn't, and they'll. That's what I want to happen. Okay. Well, time will Break tell. The mold. We'll find out. Uh, but Big E did end up get did end up getting the victory, so good on him. After that, we got to see King Corbin versus the Bro himself, Matt Riddle. God, I, I do not remember what happened. Matt Riddle won. Yay! So that's all you. All all that's really needed, really. Just it's I mean, what it's, it's needed to be known. It's a King Corbin match. Like we spent the, most of the match m- cracking jokes about King Corbin. Yeah, for and sure. His, and his old attire. Trying uh, to pants. Okay, you, you said it, so <laughs> that's good. Uh, after that, we got to see Sasha Banks and Bailey <laughs> going up against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. What the hell is going on with this situation? Yeah, it's like. I think we missed the majority of this match. I think we were out of the room. and uh, But from what I've read, it's it was a pretty good match. The ending was really enjoyable with the double tap. Oh, yeah. So You have another team that can't get along. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. At least they put some gold on Shayna. Yeah. And but Nia's there, but too. It's at the, yeah, I was about to say, but it comes at the cost of being tag partner with Nia Jax. Like... I know it's kind of like the cool thing to hate Nia Jax right now, but I really don't like Nia Jax. No one likes Nia Jax. I mean, that seems to be the popular well, trend. Well, right I know now. there's people out there that do like her. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Ryan. I just, <laughs> I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, you know she seems like she's this, you know, this destroyer of a lady. You know, that could destroy people, but it doesn't doesn't fit. Yeah, with her personality and how she does stuff, it's like, yeah, she's for me. It's just it's the promo. She seems like she she could be dominant, but she just talks like a like the Bellas, maybe yes. a little worse, and like in which I can't take that serious. No, it's like you don't believe what she's saying because yeah. it sounds so scripted. Yeah, so it's very hard to get behind her and support her, and it's just yeah. no bueno. Not a not a fan. I mean, of. I want to wish her success, but it's just I just want her to change it up too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are the new women's tag team champions. Yep. 
of the world. So congratulations to them. After that, we did get to see Keith Lee going up against Randy Orton. Uh, clean victory for Keith yeah. Lee. So it makes it even more important. I um, like that. I think you missed it, that part where like he's be- uh, Keith was beating up Orton, and Orton's like, I am Randy Orton. He's like, you don't know who I am? I'm Randy Orton. I'm the legend killer. And he started slapping him, hmm. doing like chops, and then Keith Lee did like whatever that chop is where he just like double slaps like him. Like a bear fist. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I like the spirit bomb, man. Yeah. Like, the finish, like, I'm glad that Randy took the bump for for Keith. Because, yeah. I mean, that, it looked really good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, after that, we got to see... So, Keith Lee ended up getting the victory. After that, uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy going up against Ray and Domin- Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> Those can go, Dominique. Dominic. My son, Dominic. Mi familia. <sighs> man, that just wasn't in the... Mo- the right mindset for this whole pay-per-view. Yeah. I was like, eh. Well, to be fair, we had all just gotten back from having to evacuate. And so on top of let's get our refrigerators cleaned out, let's get our houses back to normal, there's a pay-per-view going on. Yeah. And, you know, you know, we're trying to... I haven't watched WWE in weeks. Yeah. I'm like so we didn't get really not get to invested watch it. in this stuff. Yeah, Unless you're Keith Lee. Because well. <laughs> No, because like the the build up the the go home show for Monday Night Raw, I was on the road. Like we left at you know nine o'clock or whatever, right in the middle of Monday Night Raw. So you know, and that means I had to start packing, you know, thirty or forty minutes prior to that. Yeah. So I didn't get to see hardly any of Raw. So I didn't really watch SmackDown either because I was up in Dallas and worrying about my home. Yeah. Or yeah, whatever. So. You know, we sat down and we watched the pay-per-view and cracked some jokes and had a little bit of fun at least. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't really get to pay a whole lot of attention to the pay-per-view itself. I think it was more of just a, it's on and oh yeah, you know, it's there. But uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio end up defeating Murphy and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was none too thrilled with Murphy because uh, Murphy went to I'm not your buddy guy. Super kick. I'm not your guy, friend. Hmm. I'm not your friend, buddy. Um, so anyways, Rollins was upset at Murphy and, uh, it's Murphy's law. It is anything that can happen will. And the main event saw the fiend new universal champion going up against Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. People like this. Yeah. I, okay. I, I felt like I knew what was going to happen and it did happen. Um, well, except for the bump. Well, before we get into the match, can we talk about what happened before the match got started? Because I haven't seen hardly anyone comment about it, and I absolutely loved it. What? I'm forgetting. So, Braun... <laughs> did Braun make an entrance? No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, no, he did not. Yes. Go ahead. So, we kick things off with The Fiend making his entrance. Comes up to the ring, does his you know slow walk. He's got the lantern. He sets the lantern on the apron... And in clear shot, you can see Braun Strowman yeah, in the ring. That's so good. He jumped the gun because he was going to attack the fiend when he wasn't looking. And you can see he's like, oh crap, I mistimed it. You know, jumped out of the ring, went back underneath the apron. And then the fiend came in, did his normal entrance, and then was immediately 
blindsided attacked. Oh my god, where did he come from? By Braun Strowman. See, I don't know what's. I uh, haven't seen anyone talking uh, about that. No, you're not supposed to. I guess not. Um, I don't know what's going to eventually happen. There's word to your yeah. mother. There's rumors that we got Roman who's going to heal. We got Strowman who's a heal. Um, and then we're going to, that may turn the fiend face. No, it <laughs> doesn't fucking work. Um, the Bray Wyatt in the fun house. Yes. But the fiend mm. itself. No, it's supposed to be scary. It's supposed but to be he's scary. a badass. <laughs> That's badass. It is. That's why they're going to turn him face because he's popular. He's the most popular thing on there. But can we talk about Roman Reigns has now officially turned heel? Something that fans have clamored for for years. But it's not. Right now, it's not cracked up. All it. uh, How do you say? Cracked up to what? All it's cracked up to be? Yeah, right now. We got to watch, see more of it. Like. This badass heel, like I did not like him coming out at the last minute, doing like few moves and winning. And I know that's part of a chicken shit heel, but like it's not what I expected. Well, here's the thing: for years we have talked about how Roman Reigns needs to be just this badass destroying heel, yeah. right? Just come in, whip everybody's ass, and you know walk out. Cue back to SummerSlam, he did exactly that. Exactly what we wanted. And the fans shit all over it. Oh my God, it's Roman Reigns. He's being uh, you know, shoved down our throats again. Then, the unthinkable happens, and he aligns himself with Paul Heyman. Holy crap. Yeah. See, the only, the only downside to them doing this angle was that there wasn't more time to flesh it out. It was he showed up at the very tail end of SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He was in the last two minutes of SmackDown, and now suddenly he is, you know, he's on the match at, at Payback. So we never get an explanation from Roman Reigns as to why he's aligned with Paul Heyman. We don't get an explanation from Paul Heyman as to why he's aligning with Roman Reigns. So that's the <laughs> Brock Lesnar left <laughs> pretty much. That's the only downside that I see to this. Like I'm I'm digging the Roman Reigns thing because this is exactly what I've asked for for years. Like dude, if you're going to have him come the out the stuff that he did at Payback, you like that? Yeah. Because if, because if you're going to have him, you know, and and it's that thing. I've been saying this for so long. If you're going to have him come out and win the championship and just beat everybody's ass. Turn him heel. I think the thing I dislike the most, and I guess, I guess deep down I wanted him to, to be this, but it's like Bray keeps getting shitted on. And shatted. that shatted. Uh, but it, that's what bothers me. It's like you had that creeper cult leader before mm-hmm. and now you have something that's more yeah two characters in one basically you could be three characters in one really <laughs> um three faces of foley yeah and and it and it's it's uh, it's really creepy the stuff that he does and it's like he didn't he hasn't got the time i mean he got the belt he lost give it to goldberg and the same thing he's, he's just yeah. got the belt they he have, just got the belt and give it to roman and it's like I'll agree that they have booked Bray Wyatt very poorly, but I'm not going to blame Roman Reigns for that. 
No, I'm gonna blame it's the bookers. I'm gonna blame the Vince McMahon. But like, for I'm, that. I'm just kind of pissed at the situation, and yeah. I shouldn't be this way. I'm like, he has he's a heel now, and that's what I wanted. But mm-hmm. yeah, he he didn't fuck over Bray. But I, but I'm like, I don't want to be one of those jaded like fans. Are like, <laughs> eh, you're shoving him down my throat to be a heel now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're gonna fuck Bray Wyatt. So I'm like, eh, right now. I'm I'm one of those fans. That's like, eh, right now. Well, here's a question. So, The Fiend has now been around for about a year. Wow. If you think about it. He debuted last year at SummerSlam against Finn Balor. When he made his very first entrance, did the fans cheer or boo him? Oh, I don't remember. They cheered the hell out of it. Do they really? It was like, holy shit. That was one of the coolest entrances. The coolest, you know. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people went nuts for that. So... Even if he's heel, he's getting a cheer. You know, he's getting a positive reaction because that's just, it was so cool that the crowd got behind it. And I think that's what it is nowadays. As far as wrestling fans go, I can't speak for all wrestling fans, but my interpretation of it is if you Older do something. Fans, I would think kids are still kind of stick sticking to like, oh, I hate you. And like, I see, that's the thing. I, I think it's more of, are you a cool dude or are you lame? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't think it's m- much a heel face dynamic anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a who's a badass, like, who who do badass. I who do I like and who do I not like? Not yeah. for not for the character that they portray, but how they come off. It's not you like know? how we were when we were younger. Yeah. Like, it was, oh, my God, you know, he turned heel. Now when people turn heel, they're like, fuck, yeah, that yeah. was awesome, you know? Yeah. Like, people cheer for that now. Yeah. Like, that's the face turn now. Yeah. It's like you're a bad guy, but you're cool. Yeah. And we like that. But you know what's crazy is it's like, but there's some faces that people cheer and they love, but there's yes. some faces like, no, you suck as a face. We don't like you, you yeah. know? You have, well, see, and this is what I mean. Like, there are people that no matter what they do, they're going to get a positive reaction from the crowd. You look at Daniel Bryan, although he found a, you know, he found a way to work the crowd to get them to boo. Oh, it was a real annoying to certain people. Yeah. Kind of annoying to me a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, the real life, like, <laughs> you know, you're hurting the planet. You're, yeah. you're you're doing this. I'm like, oh, there's some truth to that, guys. Yeah. Come on now. But you look at guy a guy like Cesaro. Yeah. Like, the fans want him oh to succeed, God. right? Yes. yes. So it doesn't matter if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Shinsuke Nakamura. Fans are still singing his theme these days. Doesn't matter. He's a good guy or a bad guy. They're still going to sing his theme song. Because they, they want him to succeed. Oh, yeah. Baron Corbin, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. That's what uh, the heel face dynamic is now. I feel like, you know, sometimes he brags in interviews, like, like I'm a top heel. People really dislike me. It's like, it's kind of like go away heat, to be honest yes. with you. I feel like. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's, we don't want to see you. Yeah. Like, we're, we're tired of seeing you. Yeah. And so, I think this change for Roman Reigns is good. I'm I'm okay with them presenting the fiend as a face, just as long as he doesn't come out and be all you know goofy. Well, if he's still serious, it could be similar to that of Stone Cold Steve Austin, where he was not a God, good guy. I hope they don't get him to talk. No, no, you have Bray Wyatt be the nice guy, you know. But the fiend, when he comes out, he's there to kick ass. He's not there to do anything goofy or silly or. You know, whatever. It's similar to Stone Cold. Stone Cold would come out. He was not a nice guy, but the fans loved him. Oh, yeah. So, 
that's kind of how I'm seeing it. It's not it's not a heel face dynamic anymore. It's do the fans like this person or not? Yeah. You know, they love the fiend. Coffee you know. fiend. So Braun Strowman, they you know, Braun Strowman, they wanted him to succeed and they would never pull the trigger. They waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And they, then he finally they pulled a trigger and then it's like, yeah. Well, he was the backup because Roman Reigns stepped away and, you know, he got his success. But he it beat was, Goldberg. But it was so late by that time that the, the crowd was like, oh, okay, go Braun. And it sucks. It's not Braun's fault. It's yeah. the people exactly. in WWE. It's how fish, he's presented. Uh, yeah. Writers and Vince. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like there's some guys who the crowd just absolutely loves. There's some that the crowd likes because of how they're presented. And then there's some that they just freaking hate. So. But. I don't give a it, shit. It all depends on how Vince wants the character to be portrayed. So. it's Old like man's out of touch. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't really blame the people for not being successful if they're not being presented as a successful way. You, to me, you can't blame the person at all because they're given... Well, you can to some degree. Some. If, if they go out there and cut a promo like Nia Jax does, no one's going to believe anything you say no matter how you present it. Unless yes. you literally just go in and like do what she did to Becky Lynch's face. like Unless she goes out there and just like physically wreck somebody to where they have to take time off. But then at that point, the crowd's going to turn on them because like you're unsafe. Yeah. Like the crowd, yeah, yeah, like yes. the crowd, the crowd now knows. Look, we understand that wrestling is predetermined. We understand that it's all an act. It's all a show. We get that. Yeah, we want to be entertained with good wrestling, not terrible storylines, yeah. not horrible, awful wrestlers. We want to be entertained. Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak, awesome match. Yeah, you know AJ Styles versus damn near anybody, awesome yeah. match. Yeah, you know. We just want to be entertained and maybe have some character development on the side. Yeah. Give me a reason to cheer for this guy, you know, for or sure. boo this guy. Yeah. So that's my take on it. Do other people agree? Maybe, maybe not. But that's my, that's, that's my little rant. <laughs> this concludes Daniel's thoughts. Check out for my audiobook coming 2022. <laughs> If we survive it. (laughs) If we survive 2020. Um, So, yeah. So, Roman Reigns ends up getting the victory after the big big spot, which props to Charles Robinson for (laughs) doing whatever it takes. I like how you zoomed in and just, like, it took the focus away from the main focus. (laughs) That was the focus right then. Uh, Yeah. So, whatever it took to get over that top (laughs) rope, Charles Robinson pulled it off expertly. (laughs) And I even said on Twitter, I was like, you know, I've been a I've been a fan of Charles Robinson since the WCW days when he was Lil Nate, and you know that was one of my favorite spots that he's been involved in. The other one, the other one uh, that I really loved was from WrestleMania 24 when he did that full on sprint down the road uh, down the aisle, yeah, all yeah. the way to the ring. I mean, like full on sprinted, and that was like a 50 yard yeah. dash. I like so, that too. Yeah. The fact that he went and pulled that off, did that perfect slide in into the ring, kind of one, two, kick out. Oh. He is sliding into your DMs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass out there, little Nate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so 
props to him for for doing that. And one of the things like I I noticed during the pay per view, but I didn't like make a comment of it. I noticed that they didn't have like the LED posts, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's weird. Like it's not there's not a cage match or anything. Yeah. Why are why are the posts like that? And then we got that big thing, and I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Yeah. So, anywho, all in all. I thought Payback was okay. From what I've seen, a lot of people enjoyed Payback more than SummerSlam. Wow. It was like you put on pretty entertaining matches. So Just do a pay-per-view every weekend. Mm, <laughs> don't know if I can <laughs> get behind that one. Nope. So, excuse me. Uh, let's go to Monday Night Raw. Kick things off with Randy Orton telling us how entitled he is. <laughs> yeah. You're damn right I'm entitled. Uh, Keith Lee comes out to interrupt him. Dolph Ziggler attacks him because reasons. They have a match, and the winner of that goes into a triple threat. Winner of the triple threat becomes the number one contender to Drew McIntyre. And I was like, really? Dolph Ziggler? That's the that's the best guy y'all got to yep. go up against Keith Lee? Yep. Um, I will say that I didn't hardly watch Monday Night Raw. Me either. I watched sure. some things. Yeah. Like, it was on... <laughs> it but was on, but I wasn't. I was not on board. How about that? Yep. Um, so Keith Lee defeats Dolph Ziggler. We got to see Mickey James defeating Lana. Randy Orton defeated Kevin Owens after Aleister Black attacked KO before the match. Yeah. Got to see Cedric Alexander teaming up with the Viking Raiders to defeat the Hurt Business. The Hurty Business. Hurty Business. Tooth Hurty. Uh, the Riot Squad defeated the Iconics that in a match. A, that's a big bummer. Where the me. losers must split. So yeah, the Iconics. Like, that's like a stipulation that is brought out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, yeah, Iconics has been there for a while. They've been there a while. But they didn't really like do too much with them. They didn't pull the trigger in on the main roster. And yeah. that's what sucks. And you have two. You have two members of the Riot Squad, <laughs> like two of the three. You disbanded them, yep. and then now you try to put them back together. Which I don't know how many people like feel like about that. You know, I don't know how they feel. Like I'm like, you should have just like, I don't know. Maybe it was a lost cause in my situ- Like in my thought, like in my head, I'm like, for me, the Riot Squad just never made sense. Like. I, it was just three girls from like way different backgrounds. You know, you had country jamboree, <laughs> you had punk rock, and you had bubblegum all mixed together bubblegum. to form the Riot Squad. Yet they never really did anything as a faction or well, as a group. They probably went fishing with Paul. We know one of them did. <laughs> um, no, and I I really didn't care about them to be honest yeah. with you. And like, I felt like I cared more about the iconics. And I know yeah. there was going to be a time where they were going to break them up, and I think they're going to feud now just because of well, what Peyton Royce did to Billy Kay. Yeah, we'll probably have a feud, and then Billy Kay will probably move over to SmackDown. If I had to guess, she won't do anything, and they'll put her in another tag team. Report, reportedly, Vince McMahon is high on Peyton Royce. Oh, which, really? Which that'll fizzle out and. Six Which, weeks. to be honest with you, Billy Kay is a better re- wrestler than yeah. Peyton Royce. Yeah. 
in my opinion. Vince, I think what it was is that Peyton Royce recently entered like a bodybuilding competition and she came in like third place or something. Well, so that's... Vince was probably like, "Wow, she can be successful out there. We gotta, I gotta keep her, keep her roped in, push her to the top, bring yes. out Billy Kay. I'm a seven year old man who uh, can get it up. It's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, this. Genetic jackhammer. <laughs> No, I just blew We're my going quads. in raw. This blew my quads. That's the Thunderdome. <laughs> God, the Thunderdome has been so bad. Oh, uh, so bad. So many, so, so bad. many bad things happening on there. So many bad things on in WWE program in general. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Seth Rollins defeats Dominic Mysterio. It was supposed to be Rey Mysterio, but uh, during payback, uh, Rey Mysterio suffered a torn triceps. Blew his quads. He did not blow his quads. <laughs> he tore his triceps. Um, thankfully, it will not require surgery. Yeah. So, but they, he is expected to be out for about two months. Ooh. So that's no bueno. Um, let's see. Our Truth ended up regaining the twenty four seven title. Every Raw, it goes back and forth. Yeah. And why? <sighs> Shit. What else are they going to do with it? That's it. Give it to Jordan Devlin. <laughs> Where's he at? He's still stuck overseas? Not here. Yep. Uh, so then we got to see Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. This match ended in a no contest after Retribution attacked. Oh, my God. I do not give a flying fuck about Retribution. And apparently neither does WWE because they had the attack. They go to commercial. They come back, and everything is back to normal. Yeah. It was You're like, not oh. supposed to remember what happens in the past. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> moving on to like our main event. A few minutes ago. Yeah. Here's Raw Underground. Yeah. Which, by the way, stall for a minute because i got to pull up our Twitter. Raw Underground sucks. Oh. Balls. Oh, all right. Well, What's the weather for this weekend? It's going to rain. Okay. Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Sorry. What? Like, when it comes to stalling. Okay. <laughs> So I posted uh, I posted a poll on our Twitter handle WNS Podcast, yeah, saying, "Okay, it's been a few weeks. What are your thoughts on Raw Underground?" I gave four options: Blech. you love it, you like it, you dislike it, or you hate it. Uh, as it stands now, there's still four days left. Yeah, forty-four percent say they dislike it. Okay, thirty-six percent say they hate it. Sixteen percent say they like it. Four percent say they love it. To each their own. And if you add the numbers up, the numbers do not lie. 100%. Oh. Uh, Mike replied saying, I don't mind the idea, but I just don't see what the point of it is. It's not being used to build on any feuds or push anyone. I guess you could say it's elevated the Hurt business to some degree, but that's it. I don't know what the end game is for it. And that's a very oh, good man, point. We need, to elega- we need to elevate Ready Mo. No. Riddick Moss, man. No. Riddick Moss, former 24-7 champion that and no one gives a fuck about. And that's the thing. The only stars that have really come out looking okay in this whole thing is the Hurt Business. Everyone else, it's They're like... throwing everyone in there. Yes. It's like you're having these people show up. There's no explanation. They ring a bell. Let's people see. fight. And then Shane goes, okay, okay, okay. Stop, 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 stop. Ring the bell. Yeah, so we had Riddick Moss... Sweaty. Titus O'Neil, we've seen Dolph Ziggler, we've seen Did you Otis. Say Titus O'Neil, yeah, okay, we've seen Otis. All the Viking Raiders, Viking Raiders, um, 
Jessamine Duke and the other one who's um Shafir. Yeah, who's the wife of um uh, what's his name? Roderick Strong. Roger Strong. Um, I don't know. I just don't care, man. Yeah. Do not care. What is the point of Raw We've Underground? We've seen, and no one said anything, we've seen uh, Dio Madden get his butt kicked. Yeah. Former commentator. Uh, commentator. No one said shit. Um, nope. I don't know, dude. I want this shit to go away. <laughs> but so so awesome, man. We got Shane McMahon, and we got girls dancing in the background to random well, ass music. Thankfully, they took that away after the first week. Yeah. So I think they listened to the crowd on that one. It was like, oh, that didn't go over well. Thankfully. Have Kurt Angle on Raw Underground. You can't have... No, you can't have them there. It's a fragile baby bird. Yeah. So, anyways... I don't know, man. So the main event saw Keith Lee, Seth Rollins, and Randy Orton. Triple threat match for the number one contender. I did appreciate that Keith Lee didn't win. Well, I want Keith Lee to win, but I appreciate Orton not pinning Keith Lee. Yeah. I like that. Keeps him strong. Yep. But you got to make him look strong. So Randy Orton is your new number one contender. He'll face Drew McIntyre at... uh, Night of Champions, Clash of Champions, whatever they're called. Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. Clams. It's not the clams. <laughs> Make the world your clam. So going over to NXT, which was moved to Tuesday and might actually stay at Tuesday, depending on the next couple of weeks. Um, so I guess it's going up. Hmm? It's going up? What is going up? On a Tuesday. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> you so much. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so we got to see the team of Brizango teaming up with Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah. And you can't it's, just you can't just say Swerve Scott. You can't say Isaiah Swerve. Swerve. You can't say Isaiah Scott. You got to say the whole thing. It's like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the whole thing. <laughs> it's so funny to see Tyler Breeze and Fandango in the ring with like all the NXT guys because they're so much bigger than <laughs> yeah. even Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. And Breeze is has been pretty small in comparison to a lot yep. of the guys. Like, that's a crazy thing. When you see WWE guys, like, outside of WWE, like, you, you're like, man, these guys used to look really little, and they're huge. Just like when we saw, like, in our independent uh, wrestling show, when we saw gender <laughs> and stuff, I'm like, god damn, he's tall. That's a big guy. So, um, they teamed up to go up against, uh, what was it, Legado del Fantasma? Mm-hmm. Hope I said that right. Nope. Oh. No, I don't know. It is. I'm just messing with you. So, Brizango and Isaiah Swerve Scott got the victory. Uh, I didn't even really watch the first half of uh, of NXT. I caught the last, like, 10, 15 minutes or so. I didn't watch it at all. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> Candice LeRae defeats uh, Casey Catanzaro. Timothy Thatcher defeats Bronson Reed. The main event saw a 60-minute Iron Man match. <laughs> 60-year-old ma- man. That's right. Versus... Bring back the strapping young man. <laughs> and Frank Henry in her purse. I saw a video clip of the end of yeah. what's going to happen next week. I was kind of disappointed that they went this way. But it was uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Finn Balor... In a Iron Man match, whoever has the most pinfalls or mission by the end of sixty I minutes saw, wins. Like, certain moves people were doing to Tommaso, and I'm like, be careful with him. Please. They were wrecking him. Oh my god! <laughs> like, fuck. 
Like the whole ending was like them just like tearing up his knee. Like Jesus, dude. No, stop that shit. So the match ends with um, Finn Balor and Adam Cole both having two falls apiece. Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso each having one. So William Regal comes out and says, next week on Super Tuesday 2, it's going to be Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the NXT World Championship. Finn's going to win. I was like, Pat McAfee's going to come out and, <laughs> and distract Adam yes, Cole again. That's exactly what's going to happen. Then we're going to have Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole 2. I did chuckle, though, because uh, I watched the review from uh, Wrestle Talk, the guys over at Wrestle Talk, and uh, they made a joke that made me laugh pretty hard. They were like, in surprising fashion, Vacant managed to defend his championship in the 60 man or 60 minute Iron Man match. How is that possible? <laughs> I was like, man, they were promoting this. Vacant match. is amazing. Like, because they like talked to Seth Rollins and mm-hmm. other people and stuff like, Oh, yep. this is awesome. And they made you buy in. And like, then they, fuck. then they well, gave you a false ending. Cause I didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> um, so, well, Seth they gave Rollins you, promotes it. I'm not going to watch it. They tease it like you were going to have a decisive winner. Yeah. And then they don't. And I'm like, well, that's a letdown. Yep. Like, I'm kind of glad that I didn't stick around the whole hour and watch that. But fuck you. Yeah. Like, I would have been pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just wasted an hour to see a tie. Give me my money back. <laughs> I didn't even pay for this shit. <laughs> Give me my money back. So we'll have to see who wins next week. But supposedly the ratings went up. For NXT on Tuesday, the ratings also went up on AEW because they went back to Wednesday. So there's talks right now that uh, they're going to try and uh, pitch the idea to USA. Hey, let's move NXT over to Tuesday nights and uh, we'll go live Monday night on Raw, Tuesday night NXT, Friday night SmackDown. So I prefer like AEW to have its own. Like, not competition, you know, just have it be well, there. And, and, you know, people were saying, oh, this is WWE giving up or whatever. It's not giving up because they were initially on Wednesday nights, but they were on the network. The reason they were bumped up to the USA Network was to basically try and get AEW to not succeed. Unfortunately for WWE, that did not happen because the ratings were acceptable for AEW. It's not a race, guys. TNT came out and offered an extension saying, hey, we're loving the product. Here's three more years. So WWE was kind of like, well, we tried. We didn't. We were unsuccessful. Maybe we can move it to a different night. So that way no one is having major competition except for Impact. Impact's getting kind of screwed on that one. All 25 fans are going to now have to... (laughs) I don't know if that's true. It could be 16 fans. Um, you know, inflation and everything. I don't know how many people are watching Impact on Tuesday nights. Are you watching Impact still? No, I haven't recently. Well, see, there you go. Like we tried to, you tried to keep up for a little bit and have since fallen off the wagon. So, so you watch NXT on a Tuesday night, (laughs) then AEW on a Wednesday night, and then we'll have the podcast on Thursday and SmackDown on Friday. Yeah. So it would be five seven up to seven nights of wrestling a week my god oh god oh god but the thursday one would be us talking about wrestling yeah so who knows we'll see so 
Let's see. Moving over to AEW, uh, we kick things off with the team of Santana and Ortiz going up against Best Friends. Santana and Ortiz ended up getting the victory. Any thoughts on the matchup? Uh, I didn't actually get to watch it. Okay. I watched clips <laughs> because I was out grocery shopping. Yeah, I got to re- restock that fridge, huh? Yeah, for sure. That's always fun. After that, we got to see the Young Bucks teaming up with Jurassic Express going up against SCU and Private Party. SCU. Um, and the winner of this match, because it was four on it was four on four with two teams, the winner of that match, the winning teams would face each other at All Out. So we found out it would be the Young Bucks going up against Jurassic Express at All Out. We'll give our, not necessarily predictions, but we'll talk about the matches. Yeah. Say who we might think would win. A little bit later on. Uh, Kenny Omega came out, cut a promo. He was then interrupted by FTR, who then had Hangman Adam Page come out. Um, FTR. Yeah, I saw, I saw certain clips. I saw that. I saw, like, they were doing the mind games and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, who actually told you to do that? It was you. Yeah. And I was like, we didn't do it. You did. We had nothing to do with you betraying your friends and getting kicked out of the elite. He doesn't really say anything. He's just yeah. like, even with being the elite, so we don't know what he's thinking. That's kind of the thing. Like, they're not allowing him to really explain anything. So it's kind of like everyone's just making their own assumptions about what he's doing and what he's done. So yeah. it's going to be interesting whenever he finally makes his. We decision. have a. Th- like, I don't know if it's a theory. It's something that we would like to Certainly see. Certainly not an Austin theory. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> what we would like is if they're going to do the, a new Four Horsemen, mm-hmm. which we heard rumors. There are rumors. There uh, are talks. Because FTR is with Tully. So Sean Spears with Tully. Like, after all this, if they're going to turn Adam Page, Adam Page can be part of that Four Horsemen. Yeah. Be like the leader. Mm-hmm. And FTR can be like the tag team and like mid card guy can be Sean Spears, right? Stuff. So I think that could work. I think so too. It'd be pretty good. After that, we got to see Chris Jericho, Le Champion, the Demo God, going up against Joey Janela with Orange Cassidy at ringside. This I saw that promo where like they're backstage and like, uh, uh, especially Jack Swagger, Jake Hager comes in there. It's like Jericho wants you to be. Ringside. ringside for his match. And like Orange is not saying anything to him. No. He's a man of few words. Yep. But uh Chris Jericho did end up defeating Joey Janela and then a brawl broke out. A brawl. Well, so. okay, so I missed certain I missed certain things. So where does Sonny oh Sonny Kiss just jumped in to protect his tag team partner. Yeah, like when that happened was that in during the match it was or after the match? match? Okay. Because uh uh Jericho ended up causing Janela to bleed, mm-hmm. which if you go back and watch it, Janela's on the mat and you can see him trying to like unravel the blade. And so he was going to go and, and cut himself. So it took him a little longer than they were expecting. So they went, they cut to Jericho for a while, then Hager for a while, then orange Cassidy for a while, then to the fans, so then back weird. to Jericho. And then he finally goes back over and pulls on Janela's head, and you can see the blood trickling down his forehead. And they're like, oh, my God. So I was like... So how was the match in general? It was, it was all right. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, Jericho got the victory. So, you know, typical typical Jericho match. Um, but then uh, uh, Orange Cassidy got in, started brawling a little bit, got the upper hand, pulled out a uh, bottle of the bubbly, 
opened it, poured it out, giving a thumbs down. Yeah. So, getting ready for the Mimosa Mayhem match. Match. Uh, after that, we got to see a bunch of heels come out and argue with one another, which I actually liked. Yeah. Uh, we saw Jake the Snake Roberts come out with uh, Lance Archer, and they were interrupted. Or no, I'm sorry. FTW came out first. Taz, Taz oh, and yeah. Cage and uh, uh, Ricky Starks. They came out first. Then Snake, Jake the Snake, and uh, wow. uh, Lance Archer came out because Jake was like, hang on, hang on. If you're going to interrupt me like you did last week, I'm coming out and interrupting you. So they're talking smack about uh, the uh, the um, 21-man casino battle royale at, at All Out. So they're getting ready to fight. And then Eddie Kingston comes out Ooh. with Lucha Bros and uh, Butcher, Butcher and Blade. And Blade. Because they're kind of like a, a stable now, so they come out. Oh, you think it's crazy? They had to like switch it up because Pac is gone, so they're not yeah. that tri- you know they're not that team anymore. Yeah, he's still stuck overseas. Damn. Uh, at least that we know of. Like, you never know. Uh, I love the interaction between Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer. He's like, "Hey, man, you love a, you love to fight people, but you're not going to be kicking my ass." Um. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of want to see that now. I want to see Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. Oh, God. Um, and then uh, just a whole bunch of heels come out, and they all just start brawling. Um, Darby Allen shows up. A couple other people show up. It's, it's basically just a traditional brawl to tease the the Battle Royal. I felt it was weird that, like, they went to commercial. They were still brawling. They come back. They're still brawling. And then they're like, okay, now let's watch this video package with the Dark Order. <laughs> it's like, there's still a brawl going on. But anyways. Um, after that, we got to see Thunder Rosa going up so, against Serena Deeb. Okay, so how do you feel about this whole NWA thing? Like, I'm for it. I so, think as long as people get what they need out of it. I think it's know. good because NWA doesn't have anything going on. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad because, okay, so Ricky Starks is now part of AEW. Mm-hmm. So is Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. They were part of NWA. And uh, Wade Barrett, Stu Bennett, uh, who Wade was Bar. you know on commentary. Now he's in WWE and com- mm-hmm. on commentary. So they're taking certain people. And I am i don't want NWA to dissolve. No. I, you know, I really don't. Well, they, and they got to do what they got to do right power, now. Yeah, I know people got to do what they That's true. And power was, was good. Power. not going to lie. And I didn't know Thunder Rosa was the women's champion. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. We got to sit next to her. She couple, was very nice. years ago. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and also then Serena Deeb. Mm-hmm. You remember her. I do. Straight Edge Society. That's right. Shaved mm-hmm. her head. So and that's then cool. she was I, caught drinking. Yeah. At a bar. So how was that match? It was actually pretty good. Not too bad. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird that like two non AEW ladies are on AEW programming having a really good match, and that's what AEW people in AEW want to promote. Non AEW people, huh? They want to promote non AEW people. Yeah, I, I think this like Cody wants to just like promote wrestling in general. Yeah, because that's what they said with the open challenge. Mm-hmm. So after that, we got to see Big Swole being interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Uh, they asked about the match that she earned the right to pick the stipulation for Britt Baker. And she said, yeah, we're going to go tooth and nail. So apparently they're having a match. It's a stipulation called tooth and nail 
No idea what it's about. He didn't really explain you it. Yeah, pliers, and you can pull <laughs> someone's nail out or tooth. You're so. losing a tooth or you're losing a fingernail. Yep. You pick. Uh, but then she was attacked by Britt Baker, who has now healed. Whoa. Which, which to me, honestly, that's that's insane. The fact that she hurt herself, they they kept her on screen as a character so long that she was able to heal yeah. Recover and is now ready to be back in action. Cool, it also says a lot that we're still in the midst of a pandemic yeah. long enough for someone to suffer an injury, heal, recover, and now return yeah. to the ring. I'm yeah. like, good Lord, I'm ready for this thing to end. Yeah. Uh, but that took us to the main event, John Moxley versus MJF's attorney, Mark Sterling. And uh, it went about as well as you could think. With uh, John Moxley getting the victory, then MJF attacking afterwards. MJF and uh, uh, Wardlow. Yeah. And I really love this beatdown. Like I thought it was great. You know, Moxley was all bloody. Um, MJF just wiping the blood all over his face and just acting psychotic. Basically, I really dug it. It's pretty good. That's cool. I need to see that. Yeah. Uh, so going into All Out, which will take place this Saturday. Yep. All out in your house. I've already uh, tipped the wife, so hey, don't be surprised when you see a, a little charge on the on the yeah. bill because we're going to be ordering the pay per view. I'm ordering this pay per view. I am ordering this pay per view, and I went ahead and gave her the money for it, so you can give me half of it if you want. Uh, so all out, uh, the buy in match, tooth and nail, Britt Baker versus Big Swole. Um, Soul. I would like for Big Swole to get the victory, but I have a feeling they're going to give it to Britt Baker. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, she made the best of a bad situation. She was injured, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, now she's back. And, she well, she never really left, so. She never left. Uh, we'll have to see. Dark Order versus Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, and the Natural Nightmares, a.k.a. Dustin what? Rose and QT Marshall. Oh, so, oh, did Matt Cardona show up? On uh, AEW programming? No. Because on his last vlog, he says he was on his way to yeah. Jacksonville for Maybe AEW. Maybe he never made it. Maybe the Dark Order got to him first. So they just... Did they even promote that match on TV? They said that? Matt Cardona? Mm-hmm. Wow. I, think I so. wonder if he's just... He's just probably going to stay in town until the pay-per-view and then leave. Mm, I don't know. You found some toys in Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. We'll see the uh, the twenty one man casino battle royale. Winner yeah. receives a future AEW title shot. I won't be surprised if uh, like Vance Archer or someone like that gets gets the victory. Don't want Cage to get the victory. What? I don't care about Cage. I really what? don't. Uh, Lance needs it. Yeah. Uh, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. I mean, this is kind of just an add-on match that they that they threw in there. Um, I'd probably pick the Young Bucks to win. Young Bucks. Um, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, career on the line. Yeah, this is a broken rules match, which is basically last man standing. If Matt loses, then he must leave AEW forever. Which Matt Hardy? Exactly. <laughs> Like, ah, you have defeated 
Broken Matt Hardy. Actually, you just fired sour grapes, Matt Hardy. Oh, so no. That's the one we don't like. You got rid of Fat Hardy. Fat Hardy. God. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW God, Women's Championship. I wonder championship. which way they're going to go. I'm kind of curious as well. Like, Because that's another angle that they can they can give Thunder Rosa both titles. Yeah. And like, because even if Hikaru wins, it's like NWA's title's not on the line. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And like, what I'm if they f- do some some kind of... I'm th- a fan of Sheeta, but I'm more of a fan of Thunder Rosa right really? now. Really? Yeah. Like... Just because think, we got to meet her. I I'm think like, there's okay, she's too much cool. going on in AEW. I don't think AEW needs like an NWA invasion. Yeah. I don't. No, they don't. Um, we don't need to be doing invasion storylines just yet. No, no, <laughs> no. But no. I like the fact that they do have talent from other companies appearing, you know, sporadically. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know. We have Billy Corgan showing up. Oh, shit. It's, we're going to have a match of the century, Billy Corgan versus Tony Khan. God, Tony Khan wouldn't want that. No, he doesn't want to wrestle. He doesn't want to be the spotlight focus. Yeah, his representative is Scott Steiner because yeah. he's a man of numbers <laughs> and he needs a mathematics and okay, all that, all that stuff. Of Scott Steiner. Let's see, Hangman Adam Page with Kenny Omega going up against FTR for the AEW Tag Team time. Championship. I think it's time they're going to drop the titles to FTR. I think Page is going to cost. The matchup and then in some form or you fashion. You think it's eventually going to have Omega versus Page? Yeah, because we're going to see heel Omega. That's what's going to push him over the edge. What? He's, he's been teasing it. I know, but they've also been teasing Page, too. So they What have like they been teasing the... for Page, though? Okay, they've been He's teasing. going out on his own. Yeah, he's going to go out on his own, but he's been like... It's been weird with him because he's been acting like a, a drunk heel in the past. Yeah. But now he's kind of acting like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, depressed. I, I'm, a, I'm a depressed, drunk guy who's lonely. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish they would do what we said, like like he's going to join FTR. And, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. So if that if that's if that's the case, so is Omega going to turn on page and the bucks and we're gonna have no fucking elite unless cody finally is he's like, already been kicked out of the elite who page no omega oh yeah if omega's gonna turn on young bucks too yeah if he's gonna be a heel unless young bucks turn heel too mm-hmm. unless it could go different ways omega Good. turns on everyone and it's just the young bucks in the elite and cody yeah so i don't know well cody's kind of off doing his own thing too he comes back and we're seeing joins. the end of the elite it's all about the Dark Order with their yeah. lawnmowers and Chili's sponsorship. God. <laughs> Shut up. Shut Be- up. Speaking Spanish. Stop talking. What are you going to do? Silver, I don't even know why I'm asking this. <laughs> what are you going to do with your money? <laughs> uh, let's see. Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Mimosa Mayhem match. You this win is by the third match, right? Yes. Yes, it oh, is. God, I don't you know. win by pinfall, submission, or throwing your opponent into the... Pool of Mimosa. God. This is the brainchild of Chris Jericho. That's what they promoted as a few weeks ago. Jericho wouldn't come up with this stipulation if he was not going into that pool. <laughs> that was yeah. the only thing that went through my head. I'm like, yeah. he's doing this to put over Orange Cassidy and get Orange. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. So Orange wins. I, I would hope that Orange Cassidy picks up, picks up the win. Uh, 
Main event, John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW Championship. I feel like they won't the drop parad- the belt to him. Paradigm shift is banned. I feel like they will not drop the belt to MJF yeah. shit. Like, I want them to. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it that they will. Yeah. I feel like Wardlow's going to somehow get involved, cause a distraction for the referee. Moxley's going to hit the paradigm shift and get the one, two, three pin. You know, like the ref's not going to see it. And so we're like, mm-hmm. hey, you didn't see it. So it didn't count. Yeah. Um, or maybe he'll come up with a different finisher. Or maybe he'll do that finisher and be like, who said it was called the paradigm shift? That's a double arm DDT. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's That's uh, all it is. It's called, what's, uh, what was it called in WWE? I forgot. Dirty Deeds. Dirty Deeds. Yeah. I know they won't say that, but Dirty, Dirty Deeds. Deeds. What? Maybe they'll just call it Dun Dirt Cheap. Dun Dirt Cheap. Dirty Deeds. Dun Dirt Cheap. Dirty Deeds. Dun Dirt Cheap. All right, moving over to Hot Topics. Man, what a past couple of weeks for WWE. Renee Young. Oh, my God. So, I didn't get to read the article. She's, there's an article that said like she, why she really left. I don't know why. Well, it was the... Okay, so for those not familiar, Renee Young has left, parted ways with WWE. Um, supposedly, she was unhappy with the way WWE treated her when she tested positive for COVID. Because, you know, they were trying to keep everything under wraps. They're like, hush, hush. And she came out and was like, oh, man, I tested positive. That sucks. And apparently no one from WWE like reached like reached out to her to hey how are you doing are you okay but like you know the wrestlers and stuff would text her but or not tweet officials. or something yeah no one official from WWE would like check on her and then she, I know she has an issue with the way that the backstage interviewers are talked to like on screen like where they're talked down to um, she had an issue with that there was just a couple things and it was one of those where she was like she had done everything there really was to do mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. And when they canceled WWE backstage, like that was kind of like <sighs> last straw. Yeah. That was kind of just like, well, there's not really anything for me to do. And when she found out they were going to bring, bring talking smack back, she felt like that was a step backwards, you know, that like you're supposed to go forward, not back. And so uh, she was like, you know, I think I've done all I can do and it's time to step away. And mm-hmm. so she did. Um, so she's officially gone. She's Should gone. Last yeah. Time? The SummerSlam kickoff was her last broadcast with WWE. So she's officially gone. She said that she, there are no talks with AEW. She's not sure what she's going to do next. So we'll see. Brock Lesnar came out and uh, they announced that he is uh, officially a free agent. He can go where he wants. If WWE wants to pay him to make an appearance, they can. They can offer him an you know, make an offer, and if he accepts it, then he'll show up. If not, then can go where he wants. Um, Mauro Ronaldo also yeah. announced that he is separated from uh, WWE, but apparently his mother was in poor health, and yeah. so that, on top of you know his bipolar disorder and everything that he deals with, or the mis- mental issues that he's got, um, he just felt he needed to step away. And yeah. You know, though apparently it was a very amicable split with WWE. They're, you know, open to have him come back if he wants to. So, you yeah. know, it's kind of a bummer that he's left, but, yeah, you know, you have to take care of himself first. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, The Rock, his wife, and two daughters all tested positive for COVID-19. That's nuts. Yeah. Have you heard how they're doing right now? They are on the mend. Everything, all the bad stuff has already passed. They're on the 
the upswing. They were he has young children. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. And that's what that was one thing he said. He posted like a 12 minute article uh, video on Instagram or something. I didn't get to watch all of it, but he was basically saying, you know, we were very careful in trying to avoid this, but you know, things happen and didn't go the way we wanted to, but we're, you know, all going to be okay. So that was the important thing. So just sucks, man. But, uh, the final bit of hot topic news, something that we watched, uh, yesterday, the David Arquette documentary, you cannot kill David Arquette. What a, uh, roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Oh man, yeah, people shitting on him. Just because of how he was. But this is just a journey of him trying to prove to the wrestling fans and himself that he wants to just you know, he's not a failure. Yeah. You know, because he was an actor first and yes. then he did the whole WCW thing and then he sh- he he just loves wrestling. He wants to become a wrestler and Well, I think what fans failed to grasp at the time was that David Arquette was a wrestling fan who happened to be an actor. He was in a movie that focused on wrestling featuring WCW superstars. He was invited to WCW to promote the movie and was then told, hey, we're going to get you involved in these matches. Because at the time, they had Jay Leno, they had Carl Malone, Dennis Rodman, all these other stars involved in matches when they honestly should not have been. Like it's it's fine to stand ringside and support a guy, but to get in the ring they and do put him stuff. In matches. Yes, and that's the thing. He became the WCW World Heavyweight Champion and was like completely buried by fans for decades. You know, it's been twenty years since he since he won, and people are still talking bad about it. And so, you know, and it's one of those things where if I were a you know if I were a fan that had some sort of notoriety and I was invited to go backstage at WWE, I would absolutely take up on it. I'm like, dude, I've been a fan of this my whole life. I would love to go backstage. That's awesome. And if they came out and said, hey, how would you feel about becoming Intercontinental Champion? Like, okay, you try saying no to something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, it doesn't matter if you're skilled or not. Like, hey, we're going to make you the Intercontinental Champion, one of the most prestigious titles in all of wrestling. It's like, can't really say no. God. Like, they followed his journey from, like, because the main thing that they're trying to show is, like, at some show that he was going to fight Mr. Uh, Anderson. Mm-hmm. So they're building up to it. Anderson. And, and, yeah. So they show him from just doing appearances mm-hmm. to learn how to wrestle to finally get in there. Now, we'll say, you know how I am as far as camera angles and presentation and stuff like that. This was a little overproduced for my liking, uh, but they got the point across of what they were trying to accomplish, and I felt like they did a really good job. With I just it. didn't realize of how bad shape he's in. Yeah, like mentally and parts physically. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he went through depression and all that stuff, and it's just he's just trying to prove that he loves wrestling and that he's not a failure and he wants to show respect to yes. the business and that was that was the biggest thing that I got it was he didn't want to be in that position of becoming the champion yeah but you can't really turn it away oh yeah for sure and you know he he knew that he was not a wrestler he knew yeah. that you know <sighs> it, it's it's 
unheard of to yeah. not be a wrestler but become the world champion. So he wanted to try and redeem himself by saying, look, I respect this business. Yeah. I want to learn to wrestle and entertain. We we saw him like do matches, go to different events, like a mm-hmm. backyard wrestling event yeah. uh, out of nowhere. And like he went to a convention and they showed like a few wrestler guys that didn't think they were wrestlers. Um, <laughs> I'll go out and call, call you out. Um, and it made me a little disappointed. They were like, well, he killed the business. I'm like, fuck you. Like, well, there are a lot of people out there that you can believe whatever that. you want. I get that. I get that. But yeah. like, I don't know how you can believe that. That you, he killed the business like yeah. that. Like, That's get your mind out of the believe. gutter. Yep. And like, think he did not. Yeah. And then I would think people like that, they're on like, it would kind of turn around on that person. You're in this documentary mm-hmm. and you look like the dumbass. But okay, so I really loved how supportive his wife is, his yeah. current wife. I loved it. And she cares about him so much. Mm-hmm. You could tell. And it's sad to see the stuff that he's going through, the depression and all that stuff. But like you said, to see the happiness in his yeah. face when like he was taking pictures and getting ready for mm-hmm. this stuff. And as soon as he puts the you know, the robe on, you see him come to life. Yeah. Like he is so passionate about it. And it's like that's how it is for a lot of wrestling fans. Yeah. You know, it's like when you get involved in it, you're like, Yeah, this is awesome. But it's like, imagine if you went to a wrestling show and you cheered on whoever it is that you wanted to cheer on, and as you're walking out, people are like, dude, why are you cheering for that guy? You suck. You are killing this business. It's your fault. Like, they tried to drive the passion that he had out of it because he was there doing something oh that gosh. he loved. You know, Dude, I felt so sorry. Okay, so I'm going to skip ahead to, well, first of all, he shouldn't have done that goddamn death match. No. He shouldn't have done that. He got the fuck beat out of him, and like he was bleeding bad. So I remember, I remember seeing it on the news that he was wrestling and had to go to the hospital for that. So I remember that. It, that was so sad, and like I hated that the news outlets, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. you know, you know, just like well, giving that's shit. Just, that's just Hollywood. That's and, and it sucks, but uh, I don't know. But that's still depressing. Yeah, you know, like why is he doing this? Well, he should stay as an actor. Like fuck you. Like you don't understand what this man's going through that that match for me was very telling about the respect that david arquette has for the business because there was literally a part where he is holding his neck to keep the blood in Mm -hmm. because he got cut in the neck he literally like put his hand on the wrestler's throat and was like dude stop like his eyes were like stop like this isn't this is done. We're done. He gets out of the ring, begins to walk off, and was like, "Fuck!" You always finish the match. Went back in, still holding his neck. Did whatever moves needed to be done. Took the pin. Immediately got up and walked out. Like, like to me, that shows like the ultimate respect for the business because it's like you never walk out in the middle of a match. You you finish no matter what. He was bleeding from the neck. Went back and finished. He like, shouldn't have done that match. No. And if I was him, I would well, I mean, never fight that wrestler ever again. Well, that's, you know, accidents happen at any given moment. You know, when, I know he when agreed you're in to those, a hardcore match. He did. A death match. He, he knew the and consequences. He shit like that, but like, 
He knew the consequences getting into it. That wasn't like a semi-hardcore match where you just do tags. This is like, yeah, I'm going to cut your fucking throat. Like, See, I don't know if it was an intentional kind of thing. Because there were a couple of spots that I looked at and, you know, like the guy held the fluorescent tube up to the head, but he wasn't like raking it. No, and he did the thing where he kept on going. Yeah. Down, down. Like he might have he might have like nicked him a couple of times. But I could tell like the wrestler was trying to make it look as bad as he could without doing as much damage as could have been happened or could have happened. And so whenever he did get the nick on the neck, you know, David Arquette was like, dude, like enough. Like we need to wrap this up. Like stop, stop, just stop. And then he got out and then he was like, fuck, no, got to Got to finish the match. Went back in, did it, finished. Okay, now I can go to the hospital. So, uh, you know, it was a it was a good. I enjoyed it. I thought the documentary was yeah. was done. I I know this okay. is gonna sound cheesy. I almost cried when uh, he had his wife come out as like the Elizabeth thing. I love thing. that. Like, I, I love lo- that it made me it made my heart happy. I, yeah. I liked it. Like she's so supportive, mm-hmm. and they did that, and so awesome. Yeah. So. All in all, I thought the documentary was was good. I could tell some of it was a little scripted. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, let's make this scene for you know, oh for sure, posterity. I or like whatever. the whole Mexico thing. I love that fighting in like the, the streets. Whole, the whole story with Mexico, I loved. Yeah. Um, and like, I I loved how he was crying because one of those guys gave him his mask. That was, and the, I, that was I, the scene that I was. Telling I was you like, about. oh, like you could see in his in his heart how much yeah. he appreciated that. And I like, just. I also love like so many things I like him and RJ City going over their spots. Yes, and I like at the end where Anderson hugged him behind. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they all just want the best for each other. Yeah. To be honest, within yeah. like he's become a better wrestler for sure. <laughs> and and the thing is that he openly admits I'm never going to be a great wrestler, and that's okay. I just I just love wrestling so much that I just want to do it. So you know. I think it's at least worth checking out. Oh, for sure. So, but that's all I got. Anything else for, on your on your end? No. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Feel free to check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook, Dominus Podcast. Uh, we're on YouTube, Dominus Video, even though we haven't updated that in probably like a year. But, uh, <sighs> hey, you never know. Uh, you can also check us out on Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're also on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear. Follow him on Instagram, Abear underscore mode. Follow me on the TikTok, Daniel Heron. TikTok. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all hopefully next week. Bye.